The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! A talking stick with, with a peace symbol on it and maybe uh, a fish a fish sticker and uh, bread knot bombs. Yeah, why is and, why uh, does your talking stick have a yellow star on it, Sean? That's really weird. <laughs> it was painted red with a yellow star. I got it from China. Wow. All it was a Hong Kong riot stick. It's a Wuhan stick? It's a Wuhan Kung Flu stick. Oh, okay. Um, have you – okay. At what point – like – do you you realize like what's a what's what's a old orange's approval rating now like forty one percent I think it was something like that something like he's like tanking that. right and now and um, that is also just the people that answer polls no, so I it know. is this microcosm listen remember when Hillary was up sixteen points yeah yeah so I get it take it with a grain of salt but it's pretty universally known at this point that he is losing his ass in almost every state right yeah yep. how do you What's the argument that you have with yourself about still backing it? Are you just purely racist and that's your pure motivation? What are you scared of? Like, what, what is what is your rationale as a supporter at this point? Not before. It's tough. None of us are supporters. So no, how can I, we get I, in the head of I'm trying to, I'm trying to just throw that out there. Yeah. But I, I've, I've been a cult member before. You yeah. know what I mean? I've bought into oh, things Catholic. that I would like yeah. full on and willingly, you know, approach and stick with. And I don't think this is a political movement with Donald Trump. I think these guys, this is a cult movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you buy in, then it's going to be very di- difficult because that's when your dissonance sets in. And that's when you start to make excuses for the way you um, the way you think and the way you're justifying your position. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you go out and you seek the confirmation bias. You Com- find exactly. People that will support the opinions that you no longer feel comfortable with. So you need to hear someone make you feel comfortable with it. Right. You know, it's like when I was an Obama supporter in that first term and it turns out that he was just smoking fools at weddings and shit with drones or whatever. You know what I mean? But I still said to myself, like, okay, no, there's a reason he's doing this and it's better to do it. You know what I mean? I started to, like, justify that shit, you know. But then I caught myself and I voted for Gary Johnson because – He's not going to drone people or whatever. Ah, do we know that though? You know, he, he's known as the Haim of politicians. He is the Haim. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced. I believe he's pronounced Haim. Haim. Well, speaking of Trump supporters, did you guys see that fucking Aaron? You sent the video. I, I did from World Star. The reason why I opened with that question was strictly because of this video. At one point in this video, do people know that they're getting trolled, or don't, they don't at all? That's the brilliance. That's the scariest part of this. What we're about to well, should we play that? We should Let's play, just the play the video. Sasha and then, Baron, uh, you want to give it a little? Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen, obviously our favorite Borat in the world. Uh, he does the actual good impression of Borat, unlike all of you people um, that I've heard mercilessly for 15 years. But um, that's a lag. Yeah, it's great. Um, it, and it holds up so well. So he just uh, released a video of him at a, um, a rally, um, obviously a right wing rally. He was dressed in disguise as he is wont to do. 
Um, and he hired private security so they would not shut off his microphone or stop him or take him off the stage. Yeah. And the song he sings might be one of the finest songs ever. <laughs> I put this on on par with like Dust in the Wind. You know what I mean? Um, you know, um, where you can hear it too much, but you know, still, it's part of the American. Hello, lexicon. darkness, my old friend. <laughs> you know, we're we're on that level. So yeah, let's listen to it. Here we go. Okay, so what is the most troubling part of that? Well, I mean, obviously we didn't listen to 100% of that song because it's, it, it's almost 10 minutes long. It's eight that, and a half minutes That he long. stands up there for 10 minutes yeah, trolling. Trolling the fuck out of these people. crackers. Oh, because God. that's what he does, right? Yes. Sasha Baron Cohen's shtick is he holds up a camera and he lets a bunch of people who are assholes, racists, or or, or usually bigoted in Ignorant some way. in some way. And lets them uh, and basically pretends to be one of them. And then gets them to be their worst on camera because right. they're surrounded by a bunch of people doing it and they think they're safe and they're okay. And then he blasted out. He did that on the Ollie G show all the time. Right. That's pretty much what that show was. He's taken down quite a few politicians yeah. doing that. Um, One and of my favorites is uh, Bruno when he has like oh, when God. he does the gay wrestling bit where the two guys fall in love with each other and the wrestling fans are losing their mind and getting they, violent. And they, oh they almost got hurt. Yeah. That was serious. Like, that that got <laughs> well, super serious. When you when you, this is a gentleman Yahoo serious. Is, <laughs> that movie sucks. Stop it. Stop it. Um, that that gentleman is a pioneer in regards to. Um, I, I think he's one of the OG trolls. Really, I mean, when you yep. look at it, there's one thing doing the candid camera gotcha, and there's another thing exposing people's ignorance, stupidity, apathy. Um, and shining a light on it, and he's done that his entire career. Here is no less. Dude, when you say chop them up like the Saudis do, yeah. when you're talking about injecting viruses into former presidents, yeah. when you're talking about – what was the one on China? The what end was, was about nuking China nuke. at the end, but they we, they won't hear that. We're only going to pull a clip. No, but there's funniest, a, if you go to that video and go to eight minutes in, the last part, mm-hmm. right. it's where you're like he's just keep on pushing it and seeing how uncomfortable he can make it. And finally, him. people start to go, wow, that sounds really bad. Not the chopping them up like Saudis. Nope. Not the Not locking everybody up. None of that was no. – that was fine. Yeah. But I think people are more disturbed because we never nuked China. It was Japan. And yeah. maybe they caught that. They're like, oh, wait a second. Right. I wonder if those hillbillies actually realized that it was Japan, not China. <laughs> so you can't re-nuke them because we never have. Oh, it's all the same. It's all the – you know what? I hear yeah. they're all the same at least. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ, Jesus. Man. So, well, um, with that, let's welcome everybody back to the best podcast in Southwest Colorado. In Southwestern Durango. In Southwestern Durango. Are we in the Southwest of Durango? Um, we are. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Wow. This is the Whiskey Reel. Kind of. It's a shit. The Risky time. Wheel. The, the Risky, risky wheel. wheel. To Real. To Real. To Real. To Real. To Real. 
to real. real. <laughs> Bobby's going to put a gun in I his was, mouth. I kept looking. I was waiting for one bead of sweat to fall onto Bobby's glasses <laughs> yeah. before he right. stopped. <laughs> no, you see that little twitch next to the nose, like yeah. the gunfighter twitch. There's yeah. going to be sweat. And so who are we? To my left is Durango's notorious Lothario, someone who's been putting in some work on that twerk <laughs> the last <laughs> few weeks. Bobbeth Van Noys of the Tallahassee Van Noises, hey. owner and CEO of Van Noys Family Bitchwater. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, shit's flying off the shelves. Yeah, it is. Can't buddy. keep it in stock. Cannot keep it in stock. Yeah, I've heard. Which is weird because it's basically tap water. <laughs> it is. It, no, it's not basically. <laughs> it is tap water. Tap water. Yeah. And it's not even from here. It's from hey, Chicago. you know what? If Avion can do it, then the bitch waters can do it too. Hey, you know what I mean? Hey, listen. Avion <laughs> smells like farts. Yeah, this no. is proven. It's true. Yes. Let's just be honest. It's a little sulfury. Thank you. It's a little sulfury. Thank you. It is. Um, hi. Hi. Nice to see you guys. Good to see you. <laughs> Aren't you going to introduce this no, asshole? <laughs> He's getting there. He's working up to To my it. left. He's reading. Is one Mr. Antonio Brinderis, Lothario 2.0. <laughs> He's Jeez. dating a woman of color. He is dating a woman of color. You have noticed. you guys not heard that? No, no, no. I, I'm, I was going to inform them later. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Is because that, be your he has to, that validates everything he says afterwards. No. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, I like to call Aaron one of the good ones. Oh, <laughs> thanks. He's a good egg. He's a good egg. Oh. And not quite uppity. One of the good ones. Um, to my left is uh, the captain of the SS Chaninsky, the, the former mayor of Chutsylvania. Uh, he was ousted. Uh, they, he had a recall vote. It was it was a real ugly scenario. Um, he is Chuddy Buddy. He is our Goonies superhero. Hey, you guys! And I, Mr. So, Sean Moriarty. Thank you so much for saying that I was you know ousted and it was a it was a vote because that's a really nice way to describe a very violent coup. No, I know. So right, I appreciate you sugarcoating. That was the fun. first Chaz. <laughs> was actually in the town of Chudsylvania. Um, you got little known fact. It's not going to be read in the history books, boys. It has not. What gorgeous fucking spirit have you brought today, Bobby? So actually, um, I, it turns out that we may or may not have covered this spirit on the whiskey reel at some point, but it's been a we while. Did, it's if been we a did, while. Um, it's also was wholly different packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, and that maybe that was my... They've moved uh, away from their Tito's ripoff packaging. It was kind of a Tito's ripoff. Yeah, it was like a parchment color with yes. the, with like a gold or like a bronze-ish It was of. actually a very basic-ass label, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. This one's a little bit better. Very Colorado. This one looks like a wine label to me. This one looks like the, the kind of Just labels you see on red wine. knock it off with the mountains and rivers and yeah, lakes and shit. We knock it. it off. Oh, Colorado has those things? We wow. didn't know. God. <laughs> Uh, well, it's Mile High Spirits. Yeah, man. Um, nice little distillery. Uh, I don't know. They're mostly whiskey guys, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, they They're make whiskeys. everything. They, they do tequila. I they think this is gin. their flagship. Yeah, yes. it definitely This is, is their flagship. They do a flavored whiskey as well, which is peach flavored whiskey, so you can uh, not want to drink that. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> it's called Fireside Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, we don't know a lot about this bourbon because they don't actually even have like their own website. It's no, kind of crazy, right? No. Um, but on the bottle, they tell you a few things. What we did find, uh, Aaron did find the mash bill. Yes, it's um, a 75 corn, 20 rye, and 5 malted barley. Ooh. Yeah. So that corn, I mean, right on the nose. Mm-hmm. Boom. It, just, a, right? it, it hits you with corn, no doubt about it. Um, I don't think it's on the palate as much, though, other than like the kind of mouthfeel and smoothness of this whiskey, because I think it's a really nice, smooth. Whiskey. Yeah, it's got great texture to it. Yeah, it does. The, because of the corn. But you're right. It doesn't read overly sweetened on the palate by the nose, though. You would think oh. you're drinking fucking corny corn, 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 yeah. dude. Um, but yeah. 
But no, it's actually, I remember not liking this as much as I like it now. Maybe, I like this maybe a lot they've better. refined it. Do you think maybe? I was wondering about that. I, I mean, it, it tastes it, different for sure. Yeah. Listen, nobody comes out of the box hot and nails it. Yeah. Very rarely. Very I rarely. mean, there's companies like Laws that right out of the box just hit a home run. You're also talking about an all-star team that came from exact, backgrounds right, of distilling. Right. So when Stranahan's was yeah. good. Remember right, those days? Right. <laughs> um, but <sighs> lovely, though, yeah? Um, super good sipper. Uh, I have, there's nothing offensive about this. No, at all. No, you know? mm-hmm. And uh, outs- I mean, I'm, I'm, it's definitely not going to be my favorite Colorado bourbon. No, God, we have, we're, you know, God, we're, we're just replete. an embarrassment of riches. Hey, all right, so... Hey, Carol? Yes? Could you, you got a blurb from somewhere. I know they don't have a website, but we want a little info on Fireside so we can give them a proper shout out. Sure, no problem. Part of the growing craft distilling scene in Colorado, Fireside Straight Bourbon Whiskey is from Mile High Spirits, a distillery in Denver. It's distilled from a mash bill of corn, rye, and barley before aging around four years in new charred American oak. Bottled at 40% ABV, boys. Enjoy. Thanks, Care Care. Thanks, Care Bear. Love you, boo. Dude, um, I noticed the other day that she has like a nail chewing thing. Yeah, like she chews them to the go. fucking. It's it's that well, to the nub. It's okay. that or she's violent. Okay, okay. listen. So, it's I, I don't. We'll I didn't want to say anything to you guys, but <sighs> this was really weird. <laughs> I, I I think I saw what I saw, but I th- could have sworn. T- listen, I think she was eating hair off of her brush. Oh, she's <laughs> oh. I've seen that shit on like. Haven't National you ever Geographic. seen that? Yeah. The, What's there that was called? one lady who like only ate her whole couch. There was one lady who only yes. ate things that were pink and only wore things that were pink. It was like a color obsession. Yeah, people eat like soap my strange and... obsession. That's what that fucking show is. I think Carol is, suffers from that. She eats odd things because I haven't. Things. I've never seen any nails strewn about, but she chews them all the time. She's swallowing them shits and they're know, tearing dude. her colon apart. I don't know. I lost my JanSport, and I could God. swear to God, dude. All right, we'll get back to Carol later. We so will. Fireside, the thing I think's weird about it, though, is it's only what? four years on the oak, but that shit tastes like they they must be using a specific kind of oak or charring the living shit out it's of it because I get a lot. I get a whole lot more oak than a four-year sit. Would well, listen, yield. two years is the minimum, right? Two years for is bourbon. the minimum for So bourbons. four years is actually a long time for an American bourbon to be sitting around. Uh, it, charring, it can go from Jack Daniels blackened, cracked, yeah, fucked yeah, off yeah. barreling to a very, very minimal char. Mm. It really, it really depends. I'm getting some char on here, but it's not overwrought with char. I'm not tasting burnt wood and chewing on burnt wood. You know, no, what I'm saying? yeah, where you can almost see sediment in the bottom of the yeah, bottle man. sometimes. Yeah, totally, dude. Jack Daniels being the the pinnacle of that. Yeah, um, that's what they're famous for is for torching their yeah. barrels like shit. With tequila, it's do you get to the worm, and with Jack Daniels, it's did you drink all the way to the bottom and get those cancer particles? Yeah, did you did you beat your wife? <laughs> You get to beat your wife at the bottom of the bottle of Jack Daniels. Um, that's why they don't break. That's why they don't break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they um, break, the you cut it right. But it's good. How much did this? Both. Oh. How much did this cost, Bobby? Uh, this is right around thirty bucks. Nice. With, For a you know, handcrafted, I would know. think mid twenties. It is. I mean, you know, on the on the label, it's mid twenties. But yeah, by the time you're going to get, it, I think it was like twenty six ninety nine or something. That makes sense. Yeah. It, it and it's it's. I don't remember it tasting this refined before. I think it was a little clunkier. So I think, like with anything in life, you hope you get better at it the longer you do it, right? right? And I know. I'd they, actually they sh- like to go back and, and listen to our notes on that first episode. Maybe uh, we were probably yeah. we were probably blind. Oh no, yeah. blind. Yeah, drunk. if it was in episode two, the, <laughs> the way we used. Let's to do just it. be honest. The first fifty episodes were basically done in a semi blackout. Speaking of which, the first fifty episodes people can't get anymore because we just wanted to open up some more room and just basically go. 
let's wait and see if people want to go into the backlogs and then maybe we'll figure out a way to get it to them. But right now, let's just keep episodes 50 forward since that's like right when we really started dialing in the double episodes. We anyway. were challenged. I think the first episode you can get to is the Mall Rats episodes one and two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bobby's favorite movie of all time by his favorite director. Clearly. Favorite director. Yes. Uh, so that well, Wait, Guy Ritchie directed Mall Rats? <laughs> Coming soon. Take that, Brian. Yeah, Brian. We'll talk about you. We'll talk later, about you, bro. In a second, bro. Uh, but let's. Uh, you, Aaron, when we were over at your house yes. yesterday doing our little writing session, uh-huh. which you, we do, believe it or not, we actually prepare. I know this <laughs> doesn't sound like it. It is well, yeah. Well, this is only like three weeks old. The actual full preparation kind of mantra and uh, ritual that don't we're starting. shatter the illusion. Show. I'm not. Well, it's all been so awesome for the last. So five it's been episodes. <laughs> yeah. So you know, uh, it's been two years tell. of chaos. It's yes, been two true. years of unmitigated chaos. Absolutely. So we were over at your house, and you're like, guys, I got to show you this fucking pandering, self-serving bullshit video, and it's from. Uh, it's from itakeresponsibility.org. Um, Aaron, if you want to set it up a little bit, uh, or Bobby, whichever one of you wants to do that, then I can play it. But uh, okay. kind of explain what this so video I, is. I brought this up be- only because I thought it was some of the most egregious, horseshit, celebrity uh, fucking narcissism that I've seen in a very <laughs> long time. And that's saying a lot because I'm from Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> you would think I would be very uh, uh, you know, jaded to this. Um Basically, as you guys probably already know, it went mad viral last week. Um, A lot of celebrities got together and did this self-aggrandizing, I take responsibility for the world's problem. It's basically an apology for white privilege. And that's exactly what it reads like. They're sorry for standing by and letting bigots talk and be not being, you know, not saying anything when somebody says a racist joke. And it's like Stanley Tucci and Justin Thoreau and fucking... um, that Sarah Paulson from these are like people I enjoy, which makes it harder. Uh, so I I figured the best place to find the video would be I take responsibility dot org, and it? so I put that fucking URL in. What happened? And before I can do anything, it prompts me with <clears throat> two things. One is I take responsibility for dot dot dot, and I have to choose something from a drop down that says turning a blind eye to racism, making racist jokes, explaining the way away police brutality, blah blah blah. And then I have to choose another, which is and to make it better today, I will. And you have to choose one to of those get things. to the website. To you to have website. to uh, basically admit some sort of guilt. Let's say, wow. let's see, for not being inclusive, not listening to believing. I haven't done any of these things. Right. Uh, what if you haven't done anything? Can I get to the website? Um, oh, we've all done something. Oh, wait. Let's say denying white privilege exists. I suppose I've been guilty of that slightly here and there. Well, you just admitted that last episode with your in your classroom. Yeah, yeah. The story. Yeah, that's pretty much kind of what I what I did. Let's see. What do I want to make it better? Do do I want to demand for police accountability, support organizations on the front lines, donate to families affected, mobilize voting efforts? Let's pick mobilize voting. Let's see what happens. Get started. Do you Uh, win anything? Okay, now I can watch the video. Okay, cool. You guys want to hear the video? Uh, Yeah, but very minimal. Probably. If you can't see Aaron Paul. It doesn't oh. have quite the impact. Yeah. But oh. holy shit, I want to punch he's that guy. He's got his hands together and like, and I love like him. his face in a praying motion. He's got that. He's got the, the church steeple fingers up, yeah. up to his chin because he's very pensive and very, uh, very, very conciliatory. Yeah, and, and they're is, just rack focused uh, right on his fucking oh, face. Yeah. I mean, it's right and, there. And, and once <laughs> you guys hear it, we'll continue to talk about yeah. it. But I've got uh. some choice words for these fucking assholes. Yeah. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility for every unchecked moment, for every time it was easier to ignore than to call it out for what it was. Every not-so-funny joke. 
Every unfair stereotype. Every blatant injustice, no matter how big or small. Every time I remained silent. Every time I explained away police brutality. And it's like we have to separate the message from the bullshit that this is. God, okay. Because the yeah. message is fine. I the get it. The message that. is fine, but it's nothing we didn't already. Who are you telling this to? Yeah. You know? Who are you telling They're this to? They're preaching to the fucking choir. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're in an echo chamber of their own idiot celebrityness, and they think this is affecting some sort of fucking change. It's not doing a goddamn thing. No. Meanwhile, they're reading off a teleprompter. You could see fucking Tucci's eyes moving left and right. You could see everybody's. It's fucking garbage. Yeah. Dallas Howard, you could oh, tell. Yeah. They're all the, reading their it lines. It is the most self-aggrandizing bullshit fucking I'm sorry that your publicist that put you up for this but you're not working right now because there's a pandemic so yeah. um, you, we got to keep you in the spotlight oh it's gross it's gross it's see and it seems like yeah this all this does is serve these like white actors who are pandering and put their I'm like why isn't this a video with uh, actors of color and musicians of color maybe talking about the way that things have hurt them and the changes they'd like to see rather than seeing the echo chamber of white people talking about like the same shit to the same people with the same message. You don't need to fucking get well, me to mobilize. Like, like I'm mobilized, bro. Like Rex, and lady. When I when she saw this, she's like, "Am I supposed to be fucking? Am I supposed to be impressed that you guys finally got it?" Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thanks. And it's not like these people actually got it. They're reading teleprompter no, lines to just get their face out there and be a part of a cause. Yeah, maybe Tyler Perry you guys will put have me probably in a sex movie. Both seen uh quiz show the yeah, Robert the director directed yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. one of my Fantastic favorite films of all time. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite moments of all time is when the senator tells Charles Van Doren, "I'm not going to put you on a pedestal for finally at long last doing the right thing." Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. all the other senators are sucking his dick and kissing his ass, mm -hmm. and oh my god, you're so brave, you know, to yeah. come forward and all this. And this, this, you got this one senator. It's like bullshit. Yeah. Well, and you that whole I mean? and the defense of him in that movie is all about trying to keep the like a uh, uh, what what was what equivocates to American royalty exactly and the rich the rich old money like keep that face without dirt on it exactly like try and that that's what that movie is talking about really is defend is how the 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 guy the jewish guy who lives in a well, little exactly. apartment in new york the, the nobody gives a shit about we need to keep this guy and then we need to make sure that he doesn't get tarnished as much as possible to keep the the white rich guy the well, good yeah. guy the jewish guy who is a real human that happened yes you know that gets painted as a crazy wait person. a minute so like there's a weird uh <laughs> jews are real is that what i'm hearing Cause you're fucking me up, bro. Um, they're not leprechauns. I know that. <laughs> I know, man. You're one of them. Yeah. Thanks, you Dad. <laughs> knuckle dick. Yeah, knuckle dick. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know, man. The, my response to this video would be like, um, cute. Thanks for trying. Um, I think it's really uh, embarrassing. It it's, is. it's it's absolutely yeah. imperative. I, I wouldn't think of a better word. I wouldn't say that it's like damaging or anything. No. It's just like it's no, not it's, needed. It's redundant it's, and it's yeah. preaching to the choir. It exposes yeah. everything that we already knew about you fucking people. Don't give me ammunition. It's there's an old phrase. It's better to be thought an idiot than open your mouth and remove all doubt. Yeah. Right now well you're removing said. all doubt. Mm -hmm. I know you're a self, know. Uh, you're a fucking self fucking aggrandizing piece of shit. Now I have proof. Yeah. I always thought you were. Right. But now I got proof. Yeah. That's the, they, yeah. Fuck and you people, dude. Fuck them. And speaking of doubt, uh, <coughs> 
While Bobby and I had our own doubts about last episode, how we uh, we approached the Chris D'Elia scandal and how we talked about it, um, just to let people into uh, the little inside baseball world of the whiskey reel, um, last week after we listened to it, that's after we started listening to it, it's when Bobby and I actually read that first uh, LA Times article that explained everything that happened. So we kind of got grossed out and went... Uh, maybe we didn't take a hard enough tack against Dalia. Possibly Aaron was wrong. Like, and we kind of got a little shitty about it. But then, Aaron, tell everybody what happened uh, with Chris Dalia's team in the emails. Okay, so this is really weird, and I know it's going to might become shocking to you guys because we've seen a landslide of allegations come out against several people. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Ross being probably on the top of that food chain of grossness. Donald Faison, one of Bobby's, you know. Kick rocks, most, bitch. You know, telling some <laughs> girl to kick, kick rocks. rocks. No, he did say kick rocks, bitch. Um, and um, of course, Chris D'Elia. I'm a fan of Chris D'Elia, not as much as these boys. Um, my whole stance. I'm not a fan of his at all. My, I don't my, think he's that funny. I thought his stand-up's oh, th- pretty contrived. I, I think his, his show's pretty funny I th- sometimes. I think his podcast is genuinely But the funny. moment that he was introduced to us in the Justin Bieber roast as Justin Bieber's favorite comic, he was already losing a No, book. I get it. <laughs> oh, speaking of Justin Bieber, allegations against yeah. him. So now we're having to pull out what we call receipts, right? Yeah. If you're getting fucking, if you're getting basically demolished via social media and you don't have the receipts to back your shit up, the longer you wait to put those receipts out is the more people are going to believe whatever the truth is. And at the end of the show, I'm going to read something uh, from a really good comic uh, that I think will sum up my feelings on this. However, um, I didn't know this. I was looking through, I was very curious all week long. I kept updating and trying to refresh kind of YouTube to see what videos are coming out. What are the newest things? So then I'm learning about Jeff Ross and I'm learning about Donald Faison. I'm learning about Justin Bieber and I'm learning about this and learning about this. Um, I don't want to even get into the world of Joe Biden because people want him to be president. So let's just forget about his fucking improprieties. But anyway, um, And all of a sudden I see a thumbnail pop up and it says Chris D'Elia's team puts out emails uh, against accusers. I went, oh, here we go. And sure enough, uh, there's a website called Page Six um, that posted the emails that his team basically released about every single accusation. There was three, I think, that they made the the big ones. But those were the ones that were the big ones. Everything else makes him look like a creep, which he is. Yeah. Never said he wasn't a creep. Yeah, but let's get Carol because Carol can read us that book. Oh, yeah, Carol. Is she okay reading this, though? I hope so. Well, only if one of us reaches out to her. You know, after last week, I don't know if you should stop trying to talk to Carol first. What is her fucking deal with me? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm, Sometimes people we'll are figure oil it out. and water. And, Dude, yeah. I bought her toffee phase. It's her favorite candy. Yep. Hang on. Hey, Carol. Yes, sweetie. Hey, babe, can you pull up that page six article? The Dalia one? That's the one. All right. He Well, he talks about all three. I'll just pick one that kind of highlights what's going on here if you want. Please do. Colleen Riley posted a 2014 message from Dalia in which he asked her to, quote, make out, followed by another in which she said, Chris, I'm 16. Delia's camp gave us another email in that chain in which allegedly replied, oh shit, I thought you were at my stand-up show. Gotta be 18 to get into that at least. My bad. Bye. The reps pointed out that Riley didn't include that message in the series that she made public. Now, the first lady to do it. Think, by the way, Carol, thank you so much. Fuck off, Aaron. What? I, I know. I know. She's so incredible. You know, we'll talk to her. We'll listen, talk to her. She, can you guys say something? You fucking talk to her. That woman scares the living shit out of me because she seems so sweet. But like you said, she could throw a Frisbee and it gets stuck in cement. No, I know. We're, she we're, is um, jacked. We're going to happy hour tomorrow. So 
Maybe I can just have a few Her words. back looks like Mike Phelps. It does. Okay. All of Mike Phelps, including his weird caveman face. Yeah, it's weird. You can um, see the face. I would invite you to happy hour, but she said. I'm not going to Red Robin no, with that fucking lady. I've no, seen her fucking. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, so firstly, the first lady to say something um, was this girl, Simone. Yes. Now, Simone, this is what transpired. And this is in the article as well. She. The uh, supposedly was getting groomed, right? Quote unquote. As of yeah. 2019, she's the one that said, "Imagine being groomed." Right. right? Uh, yeah, in 2019, yeah. she sent Delia a message saying, "I'm I'm of age now. Are you DTF?" So she was so traumatized and and destroyed by his initial conversation that he reached. She reached back out to him to say, "I'm illegal now." D- DTF. He never, never responded. responded to her. Six months later, she sends the Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Gee, I wonder if there's a correlation yes. there. So, so anyway. Is he a creepo that casts a yes, wide is. is he a creepo that casts a wide creepy net? Yes. Has he done anything illegal? It At this wouldn't point, appear so. It wouldn't appear so. And the point of this is that we gotta stop with the fucking knee-jerk reactions, which I'm guilty of all the time. Bobby, you've been guilty of it before. Aaron, uh, everybody is. Everybody is. But to take that knee-jerk reaction to the point where you're destroying somebody before there's time for a proper investigation is ridiculous now, and needs to stop. Now listen, let's be honest. The guy's career is destroyed. He's never gonna get the same foothold as he's gotten. He's never gonna have a quote-unquote comeback per se. Once you lose that, you lose part of that. I mean, that he, he, he he never get always, back to zero again. He could always go into politics. Well, yeah. sure, he could probably fucking run for you know, Democratic fucking nominee at right, this point. I mean, um, he'd be right up there. Man, you are um, right up Biden's ass. I, I, I am not. <laughs> yeah. no, Trump you, calls him Sleepy Joe. Aaron calls him Rapey Joe. Creepy Joe. Creepy, Creepy Joe? and Sleepy Joe. Creepy Sleepy um, Joe. The only reason I'm so up Biden's ass because I'm absolutely frightened that he is going to fuck this up. I am frightened to death that we are just, through attrition, going to get four more years. That's why I'm so up his ass. Somebody fucked up. They should have put somebody else out there, man. I'm sorry. This is bad. There were plenty um, of other people, but um, I don't know. What are you um, going to do? What are you going to do, man, at this point? Um, you're so right. What are you going to do? Um, anyway, let's pump the brakes. Let's not be so ready to fucking crucify everybody all the time. On top of it, it's exacerbated by the fact that we're stuck at home still yeah. and the pandemic's still going on. So all of these things are stacking up. Yeah. Um, and honestly, how does and, – and if you look at like the what, – what are these people want? Do you want – the behavior of men who do illegally force themselves onto minors, uh, women who are not giving consent or not right. interested, women who are in a lower position than them at work. Right. Like if you want all that stuff to change, simply just destroying the career and the life of the person and holding them up going like, see what happens. It, it It's not working. No, that's not, not what ha- that's not what fixes this. I think it's building a lot of resentment for men. Um, well, yeah. I think that essentially you're generating a lot of resentment and a lot of mistrust. And, yeah. and we don't need that right now. Uh, the real people you should be looking at. Meanwhile, Bieber gave receipts, vindicated himself. Donald Faison basically told this chick to go kick rocks, bitch, because she couldn't prove shit. And honestly, as someone who like <laughs> listens to him talk twice a week and who like kind of follows Donald Faison to it, yeah. like I was a fan. Remember the Titans fucking clueless. Like he doesn't, he has never seemed like the guy to do that. So it's going to be real you, you hard know, for You know people. how that goes. Ah, yeah, uh, You know how that goes. Um, fucking Bundy. Um, you know how that goes. <laughs> but um, but no, I'm saying like uh, we need to we need to take a moment and, and, and concentrate on the real super creepy. 
Jeff Ross, famous roast master, right? This is the king of roasting. Um, he's pretty prolific, especially on the East Coast. Um, older gentleman, famously walks around with a lot of very young girls. Mm -hmm. um, it's well known in the comedy world. He will show up to the store with a girl that barely looks of age. That's kind of his thing. Whatever. If you want to date young women and you can, it's gross, but that's your prerogative. Apparently was living with a 15-year-old. And the parents of the 15-year-old gave consent to him to have her live with him. So not illegal, so, but super whoa, fucked up and Why creepy. are we not talking about that? Right? I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, isn't that a little bit more disturbing than DMs? And why is it that are a parent can still do me? that? I mean, you can get people that are emancipated from their parents. It's been proven that a parent's... Um, view of what's best for a child isn't always what's best for a child. So why are they, why is there even a legal loophole to allow for a parent to sign over a 15 year old to a creepy old guy? Why do we have different ages of consent in different states? So if I go a hundred feet oh, in that you direction, get the state's rights bit, this no, is no, going to no, take forever. No, but if I'm going to go a hundred feet to the left and go into a new state, now I can fuck her. Yeah. It's so well, arbitrary no, well, and move, ridiculous. That's a huge crime, though. That's a federal crime to uh, take the Epstein thing. No, taking I'm just someone saying, underage no, no, over no. state lines. Sean, for what I'm saying is if you're over there 100 feet away in whatever state and I'm over here, I can walk to you and have sex, but you can't walk to me. Yeah. It's bananas. Yeah. Uh, so let's all get with the same grounds right now because then you get those people, those super creepy dudes that are like, well, it's legal in this state. It's creepy it's allowing us to be creepy like if you really want to make a change how about starting there well we bobby as someone who's been labeled a pedophile by their ex-wife oh my god <laughs> uh that's actually true <laughs> which we talked about which is podcast. untrue but we talked about it you're 40 um, can we qualify that yeah. though yeah, I mean, yeah. We no, might no, no, no. let's new, qualify we might have new listeners this week yeah let's that don't let, know that story let's let <laughs> bobby by, by the way that's, go ahead. that's that's not a real thing <laughs> well no i mean throw that out there. no i had in my first marriage, because mm -hmm. I'm going to get married again. Yeah. Fuck we can right. watch it, and he's going to be hot. <laughs> Your pocket full of hooknosia, dude. You know, in my in my first marriage, I did. I had an affair. I had an affair with a younger woman. She was like 25, and you were was, what, like 42? She, she could rent a fucking car. I know yeah. that. You were 42-ish? Because she rented a car to come meet me at... Anyways, she yeah. was a little old for old Delia. You know, but yeah. she was yeah, right in the wheelhouse. Delia would have turned her ass. She was out. an old yeah. haggard crone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Delia. Yeah, I can just see Delia. Hi, how fun at your fucking bingo game while you're clipping coupons? See, guys, have anyway, I got eighteen year olds to so fuck. My point being, yeah, but she was like a smaller, more petite. You know, my ex-wife was not a tiny girl, not a fat girl, but not a tiny girl. And it, mm -hmm. it drove her nuts. It drove her crazy that I kind of went polar opposite on her. Mm -hmm. To which I would respond, of, of course I'm going to go fucking polar opposite. I mean, if you're having an yeah. affair on me, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to And there's a difference LeBron between James. 40 and 25 <laughs> is less of a difference than when you're talking about somebody who just got out of high school, hasn't really like, people that are still living with their parents, 18, 19. They don't have the wherewithal to really figure out when they're being manipulated as well as a woman See, who's 25 and listen, actually lived as an adult for right. This years. is another problem that I'm having, and I, I heard it described really well. But if you're allowing people to get drafted, if you're allowing people to drive, get a home loan, a substantial student loan, let's stop infantilizing women. Just because yeah. they're 18 doesn't mean they're not fucking adults or smart. Yeah. I think we do ourselves a disservice by going, well, they're nurtured and, and they're a little bit sheltered. I would say that about and, 18 year olds in general. No, though. I'm just. 18 year old boys are even more fragile than 18 year olds. This is the girls. dichotomy that is living right now where you can be a sheltered, know nothing, naive, fucking 
Arnold Schwarzenegger on Twins where you lived on an island uh, uh, away from everything. <laughs> Yet, you can fucking go to war, drive a car, get a home loan, put yourself in giant debt. Rent you porn. Can do, you can do Buy any, cigarettes. Well, you can do anything essentially. Rent th- porn? I just dated myself. <laughs> wow. Wow. Thanks, old man River. The When's the last time you rented porn, porn you fucking psychopath? You guys don't miss going behind the red curtain. <laughs> it was always black. Let's be honest. It was a black. Ours was red. The one at Video Maniacs was red. You were progressive. (laughs) Yes. Very progressive. (laughs) Um, But no, I I think we do ourselves a disservice in fantasizing people in general. That's true. You're an adult. I'm going to treat you like an adult. Yes, you're not an experienced adult, but you're Mm -hmm. an adult nonetheless. So I know between boomers and these infantilized children. Lie us. It's mm-hmm. just the world. It's yes. the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and who's going to protect you? Nobody. So get used to it, dude. Yeah, you better it catch up. up, brother. Better catch up. Yep. Anyway, I think it was an interesting uh, discussion to have. Like I said, my Pearl of Wisdom, I think, wraps it all up in a red ribbon. But I will say, like I told you before, Rex stopped her social media accounts. Um, all she's of them, still yeah. on. She's still on Instagram, but that's because, I mean, she's still on Twitter because she enjoys her black Twitter because it's fucking hilarious. But- Facebook, all that shit, done with it, doesn't miss it at all. I think it's a healthier way to live in my I, – I just think going forward, I know, Sean, you do it for a living, so it's kind of a weird But like I say, but, I try to go into – if you go to yeah. business. If, let's just say that you are in my position or you run Facebook pages mm-hmm. for your company and you didn't know this exists. If you go to business.facebook.com slash whatever your handle what is, that? is, that's where you basically only see your business activity. Oh, wow. You can't see notifications for your personal profile. You can't go get to the – the feed that's awesome. from that. So, you, I so I try to do that. And then, you know, when I'm bored, I go, all right, who's going to piss me off today? Uh, today was Bobby's sister. We don't have to talk about that. But. No, we're t- we, we might have to talk about <laughs> that. It. Might come up because it might come up a fucking little bit. Hilarious. Ah, it's old, pretty funny. Oh, Sandy vagina. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, what her name? Oh, by Sandy? the way, I yeah, I lived with her for decades. How, is her? How middle... come I never thought of Sandy vagina is her... as a fucking nickname? Wait, that a, a wait a minute. Is her middle name vagina? <laughs> no. Okay. It's a uh, Denise. Oh God! Ah. It's boy. That's the that's the current Karen is Denise. Denise Lynn. Denise. Would be. Oh, anytime. <laughs> is it De- one of those names with a Lynn after it's it? After it. <laughs> Tammy Lynn. Becky Lynn. Yeah, Becky Lynn. <laughs> oh God, Ted is so. That funny. was, funny. That was um, funny. No, but Sean, do you? Since we touched on it real quick, and I think we're done with the whole like you know social media tirade bullshit. Yeah. What exactly did uh, the young lady say? Because I'm not on social media. <laughs> It was so based, Bobby posted a picture that he found on Twitter of a really fat MAGA hat wearing dude in a plane who's like doing that. Like, f- my fat face is having me f- kind of lunge forward while I'm <laughs> sleeping, and he's got his surgical mask over his fucking eyeballs and his MAGA hat on. And you said something like, this In a, is I, I, no, I mean, essentially, all I said is that like, there's nothing for me to say. That this picture captions itself. This picture captions and itself. And what exactly did it say? Please, because um, regale me. So to me, I mean, and it that's said, it. it. There was nothing. just the photo with no caption. And All it he is, said this picture captions itself. It's just a itself. clear MAGA hat wearing Trump supporter in a room, in a plane, in a capsule. Is this <laughs> a children? And no, this oh. is a photo. I'll show it to you. Yeah. Um, here, you can see it over here. Oh, yeah. Come over here, Aaron. Okay. With a, it's just a photo of this guy, and he literally is trying to sleep on the plane with children sitting around and everything. So instead of wearing his mask like a fucking adult, he's pulled it up over his eyes like an old lady so he can fucking sleep, right? Just the most irresponsible, disgusting. Like, we're in the middle. I think 
Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe you've heard this. I think Florida now they're they're shutting down again. Yeah, like and Arizona uh, looks Florida like it's going and that Arizona way. And, Texas. and Texas. After the lieutenant governor said we're not taking a step backwards, his boss twelve hours later said go fuck yourself. All the bars are shut down now, boys. Yeah, yeah. isn't that nice? That's great. So I hope it fucking. I hope you guys hitting, feel they're better. Well, they're over nine thousand. It was more. Day. It was more cases two days ago than of ever single day. Yes, we've topped the last couple days. Yes, topped our new Fuck cases yeah. per day. So uh, hell yeah, bro. Sandy Vagina's response was, <laughs> "No, this is not the typical Trump supporter. We are huge Trump supporters. Your dad and all of us, like telling you essentially, kind of giving you the shut up. This is us. You're but what did about. you say? She gave did me you a little, say something. A little bit of a guilt trip. What did you say though? He um, said back to her, "I appreciate you being one of the good ones, sis. With one of the good ones <laughs> oh in my quotes." God. Yeah, that's kind of my thing. That's today. fucking awesome. <laughs> Passive aggressive. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. So good for you. Friend of the podcast, Blake Crouch. Yes, yes sir. Uh, dropped in on there. And that's why, I mean, actually, I was, my I choice don't was think just he did. It looks like he deleted. Did his he response. delete it? I think he deleted his reply. Why? To what did he say? Specifically oh, to her. Shoot. I what wanted to say? read it. What did it say? I can't. Can what well, essentially said, I don't know. This is checking all the boxes for me. What about yeah. this? Isn't like your run of the mill Trump supporter. Yeah. yeah. He was like, okay, okay, red hat, fat. But, you know, he just went down the list. Yeah. yeah. How like, is this not a Trump supporter? He's like, supporter. I don't know. Seems kind of like a typical Trump supporter to me. Which is fair. So you opened oh, that, I know that what box. happened. Then I came on. I posted this, you know. Oh, and he goes, I don't want to fuck with his. Because I'm trying to like. Like, I don't want to mess know. up. Yeah. You're I was, trying to stay Maybe stay in the will. Okay. Yeah. And uh, just, just keep, keep my family from <laughs> completely forgetting I exist. And uh, She's been so helpful over the so past I bet he, years. So I bet you're right. I bet he went on to delete he did. that. I mean, yeah. he sent me a text saying, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that was your sister. Oh, no. Fuck it. No. And I, and I told him immediately. I was like, dude, don't even fucking sweat it. Yeah. You're like, it's oh, even and better. And I told him, I was like, she's the meanest human being I've ever met. Yes. I will tell she's you She's on your Mount Rushmore with my head. Yes. And he's <laughs> like, really? Like, mean, like, in a cute way? And I'm like, oh, no. I was like, uh... What was the name of the character you wrote that was the nurse in Wayward Times? <laughs> and he's like, Pam? And I'm like, yeah, Pam. She's Ooh, scary like Pam. And wow. he's like, holy fuck. I was just talking shit to her. <laughs> I was like, yeah. 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 Did she? Yeah. Okay. You found did the she, snake, buddy. Did she respond at all? <laughs> no. No, she hasn't responded. And she won't. And I had a great. I had a great reply about what my my feelings about Trump. <laughs> yeah, supporters. what were you gonna say? But Sean? I did. I, no, I didn't post it. No, I didn't can post you, it. do you want to oh, say? Oh, you it? want me to say it? Why not? Oh, all right. As you long didn't as you post guys it. are conjuring it out of me, you didn't and it's post definitely it. Not my fault for saying the things I believe. For sure. Um, <laughs> I was just to to illustrate what I think of the typical Trump supporter. I was gonna say the typical Trump supporter is a morally bankrupt, angry, aging, sentient, ingrown cunt hair, annoying, infected, and <laughs> need of a good pluck and cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> fucking graphic bro. that's your run-of-the-mill trump supporter to me that's chuddy dude that's, that's chuddy, chuddy in a fucking in a sentence bro. sentient ingrown cunt hair yes yeah, that probably would have gotten me blocked that's <laughs> i think that's a my and, yes and i did media. it because bobby and i have decided and aaron and they don't decided list. that we can't be doing this, these things because bobby needs to stay in the will stay Got in the will bro stay um, in the will.org stay in the will stay in the will.org <laughs> if you guys just tell us how you stay in the will.org um then you can go to the website but you've got to explain how you're staying in the will and what kind of person you've been to your family yes. when you answer those questions because you don't agree with your parents 
Fuck Who off if you even has. pretend that you do. Whoever has. So what are you doing to stay so in the will? What are you doing to stay in the will? I generally agree with most of the things my parents had, like, you know, taught me or that, or that politically well, aligned with. Well, you agree now. You agree but now with it. they don't agree with my zero to 100 angry posting of fuck pol- all police. This is a problem. Sure. Right. They, they, they're like, all right, dude, calm down a little bit. Do you bit. think they're worried for you? No. Well, I mean, they've been worried about my own, my mental like, health like since that's day one, probably. Well, yeah. No, I'm just saying, do you think they're worried about, like, your well-being if you're being inflammatory? Uh, yeah, they probably worry about, like, hey, man, you're going to piss off the wrong person. Somebody's or you own your fucking... own business and someone's going to not want to work right. with you because you're – and I'm like, actually, most of the people I work with, I, I generally get a feel for if this person is a sentient, ingrown cunt hair, I will not work with them. <laughs> He's just going to hammer it home, isn't he? That's I Sean. thought I was. That's, that's I was Chud. Mode, I'm sorry. Dude. It's self-aggrandizing, but There's I was really a big fan a, of that. That's <laughs> nothing to apologize. That's our Chuddy buddy. Nobody likes the sound of my own zero to a hundred bullshit than I do. Well, it is uh, four thousand degrees here in the circle of hell. Yeah, um, it's about time to hear from that. Their sponsor. Should we cut and let them do their business Let's while we let go outside and maybe like cool off for a second? Yes. All right. Here at PandemicActorsMatter.org, we believe. We need to keep all of our brothers and sisters in the Screen Actors Guild employed, regardless of their obvious non-celebrity. I'm Conor McGregor. A lot of people think that uh, I haven't been working at all, but it turns out I've actually been working on a whiskey. I'd like to take responsibility and say, I'm sorry, because my whiskey is shite. Hi, y'all. This is Cleveland here. I'm sorry, Loretta. I'll never eat the last snickerdoodle again. My name is Leon Phelps, the ladies' man. I would like to apologize to all the bodacious booties that I have destroyed with my wang. Uh, my name is Sylvester Stallone. I just want to make sure everybody knows I'm taking responsibility. And I am so sorry for all the beatings that I've given to young black men in this society over the last 30 years. So I'm sorry, Apollo. I'm super sorry to Club Lang and that one that was in the sixth movie. Sometimes you take all these memories and you put them in a fishbowl and you got the keys in the fishbowl and, you know, and then you look at the fishbowl and you realize, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this fishbowl. Hello there, I'm Morgan Freeman. I just wanted to apologize to Andy, Andy. I'm sorry you got raped, son. But that happens. I suggest you stare into the sun. Take a nice walk. Visa. It's everywhere you want to be. Hi, the governor here. I would like to apologize for crushing all of my enemies, like Gray Davis. That was insensitive. I would like to apologize for reveling in the lamentation of all the women. Uh, speaking of the lamentation of the women, I'd like to apologize to my ex-wife and the entire Kennedy family for impregnating my maid and making a way better looking kid than I made with that Kennedy horse tooth bitch. Okay. And we're back. Ah, we're back with the Gator and the Lunatic. Um, <laughs> it's oh time God. for the Friday morning fart song. <laughs> <laughs> Me so horny. <laughs> um, 
If you want to hit us up, you can call our voicemail at 970-426-5344. What is that? That's 970-426-5344. What is that? 970-426-5344. Don't be a whore. Thank you, Hamilton. You're welcome. I was a son of a... Anyway, oh, uh, let's... God, I want to kill myself. You can also hit us up via email at whiskeyreel at gmail.com or social media at whiskeyreel on Facebook and Instagram. So let's get to the one voicemail we have. One voicemail is from somebody who's been on this podcast before and listens. He's probably our our number 1.5 fan behind Dana. 1A1B. He listens to... Yeah, 1A1B. There you go. That's your notorious thing. 1A1B. When I can't shit. decide. One, but who's 1B? It's my sellout. Who's, who's B, though? Dana's number one. One Brian... Dana's our number one, dude. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Brian's one B. Dude, fuck Brian. We dude. love Brian. You know what? I'm in Brian's corner. You're in Dana's corner. We're going to make them fucking celebrity box each other. Dana for whiskey real celebrity boxing. Smoke Brian. <laughs> I, I, I got I got fucking long odds on Dana. Dude. Brian's a Brian works in the oil fields. He's all a big day. lanky kid. Dana carries can... boxes and dollies all day. I'm just saying. So I don't think it's he's as sinewy. easy as you think. Oh, he's sinewy. Yeah, but Brian Brian took like jujitsu and Muay Thai at the gym forever. Dana's an angry old white man. <laughs> if it was an angry old white lady with a Karen haircut, I think maybe a Becca cut. Well, speaking of Karen, should we have Carol pull Tammy up that Lynn. voicemail? Hey, Carol. Hope uh. you're having a great day. Um, it's Aaron. Um, can I ask you something? I swear to God, guys, this is fucking brutal for me. Carol, um, if you'd be just an absolute peach. And please, uh, can you dial up the voicemail that we talked about earlier? That would be fucking super. If I do this, will you leave me alone for the rest of the day? Wow. What, what the I, fuck did you do What am her? I going to do? I know. What am I going to do? You know what? We're going to have a come to Jesus next week with her. You, you, you guys told did me. You did you HR would... her? Oh, did, shit. What did you, did you say? Did you say something horrible to Carol? No. Did you say something horrible near Carol? <sighs> I don't know, guys. I, I'm just, I'm on the fence with Carol right now. I, I don't, know. I don't really feel You're the one that it. hired her. I mean, I you guys walked off and it. took a walk during the corporate retreat, but I've always been wondering, like, if something weird happened. That or... was our time. Okay. That's fair. We call it our time. That's fair. Okay? Up there, that's their time. <laughs> right now, down here, this we is did, our time. We did a hot, coal walk near the beach. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Carol? Here you go. Now, fuck off. Thank you, Care Bear. We love you. She's insubordinate. I don't know what else to say. She is. Hey, guys. It's Brian over at the Greenlight Weekend. And I just got a bone to pick with Bobby. Bobby Noise, how dare you talk shit about Guy Ritchie? He's a fucking hero to all men. He married Madonna, and he got rich in the divorce. You should look up to this man, Bobby. Whoa. I love you. That was. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> At the end. That was a little aggressive. It was very aggressive. Why is I he mean, so from high our, on? Almost our brother podcast. I would say it's it. our brother in arms. You know but what I mean? Whatever, bro. No, but you should. I, I mean, <laughs> he lived the dream. He he got rich in the divorce. He took that fucking Madonna money. Right. He made so much money. He said, "You know what? I'm not making good movies anymore. I got so much money. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to shit the bed over and over again." Let him. King Arthur. Him. If he wants to make King those Arthur, movies, I never even saw it. King Arthur. I guess I would just ask never Brian. Uh, Charlie Hunnam. If Brian knows what the uh, definition of nemesis is. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> you know. Ooh. Are you creating uh, your own Doc Ock? No, I'm going to go a little uh Nemesis little means guy so here. many things to different people, though. It you could mean up, an opponent. No, no, no. It could mean. Nemesis is a righteous infliction of retribution manifested by the appropriate agent 
personified in this case by a horrible cunt. That's the Whoa! wrong definition. Me. Oh, I read the wow. wrong definition that online. Was crazy. My definition says a fairly serviceable Star Trek movie with a surprisingly good performance <laughs> by Tom Hardy. <laughs> what do you fucking mean surprisingly? He's a prince amongst he humans. Brought us oh, now I'm going. Egg. Okay, fine. And he was in Guy Ritchie's best fucking movie. Thank yes. you. And anytime he wants to bring his little, anytime it's he wants not to his best movie. <laughs> Rock and Roll is not his best movie. Anytime Lock he wants. Lockstock is his best movie. Anytime he wants to bring his little wing to the party, he can. Yeah, Tom Tom Hardy. Yeah, I mean we've all seen his dick. Tom Hardly. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I would like to apologize to Tom Hardy for making his wang look so small compared to mine. <laughs> My wang is the size of a small canoe. A canoe. Two thirds of Tom Hardy's dick is foreskin. Yeah, obviously it's true. It's turtleneck central. Yeah, it's, I think his parents were such hippies. They were like, "Can you take the the waspy kid next door's foreskin and?" Add it to this foreskin. But when you can walk into a building with your puppy and make every woman come anyways. Yeah, I know. Who cares? I know. You're who right. cares what you're, you're doing? You're not wrong. <laughs> okay. Who you're not wrong. Um, Bobby, did you want to talk about a little bit of Disenchanted? You just discovered this show, asshole. Well, I didn't just discover it. Um, I mean, it came out. I heard about it. Matt Groening is obviously, I mean, legend culturally kind of, of legend. amazing, right? Like he's done a lot yeah. of. No, not, um, hey, he's just, he's, he's Matt Groening. Yeah. He's Matt Groening. Thank you. Um, I mean, I remember buying the, I don't know what you call it, compendiums? Yeah. Or uh, omnibus compendium Ooh, stuff. For, of, I like omnibus. Of like Life in Hell, which was his yeah. comic strip yes. that he kind of started off That's with. how he started. Um, Life in Hell was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Very Simpson-esque, obviously. Obviously got thrown on this uh, Tracy Ullman show. Yeah. Uh, with, Animating just with the tons early, of other stuff. God, the early Simpsons stuff, too, was so... So weird and different. So weird. It was way it wasn't, off It wasn't shaky. absurd. No. It was very straight. It was just very straightforward very family weird. humor. Yeah. It yeah. Was weird. But at the same time, you did have him choking the shit out of Bart. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You no. had, like, the And by the way, they've never stopped that. No. no I was like, they? they're super okay. When are they, they going to pull that? Right? Oh, right. oh, that's happening. They've Thanks, already cancel culture. we've already killed. Uh, Thanks, cancel culture. Like they're culturally offensive characters. Yeah, they killed true. them all. Thanks, Did they Apu. kill them? Well, not killed them, but you know what I mean. He doesn't shop anymore. Canceled? Took Apu no, Apu's off. Apu's done. He's done. Man. Oh, so he just moved away? Did they yeah, at least whatever explain it? it? No, because you can't have a fucking uh, you can't have an Italian guy play an Indian guy because it's culturally offensive. Although Azaria killed it, and honestly, I thought yeah. they were actually kind of sweet about the Indian culture in a they lot of were. ways. No, they were. They, they were never. It was it. never. It was never a racist character. They glorified it, and I get that it's appropriation, and I get all that shit. But yeah. anywho, like the many um, arms of Vishnu, <laughs> so, I am Ganesh. I am. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of great episodes. So good. Uh, but Disenchanted anyway. is funny. Like I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, they're just doing a Simpsons version of. Game of Thrones. Right. Oh, okay. Um, but actually, it's a really, really well-written, um, and it's it's not as episodic as you would think. Like, it actually had, there's a, there's a, a, a storyline that there's goes through an the arc. whole, there's, there's an, an arc. arc. Thank you. That's the there's word I'm looking for. It's also been, it was also released by half season or full season on Netflix. It was. So it's meant to be binged. So when you have that in mind before, the Simpsons is has to be episodic because that's how it's been. It's every other the week. The Simpsons has never had a story arc outside of maybe Krusty or yeah, Sideshow Bob. They talk or about they reference little Disenchant, things. Disenchant right, Disenchanted has a definitive. Story it's got a arc. narrative. Yeah. It does. It just does. And if you um, jump in midstream, you won't get it. And what's her name from uh, Broad City? Nope. Hook Noja. 
No, 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 that not that one. Or the other What's one. What's her name? Uh, there's I Alana and Abby. Alana not and Abby. Thing. Not so the one you're in love with. Abby. Abby's is awesome. the main character, and her voice work on this is is she the so chubby one? Fucking good. She's like she's the, not chubby anymore. She's like the bigger girl, but like you know, she's the one that's got Bobby a little. Tries to like guilt her. Dude, lady. I would. Dude, I think they're both super hot. I don't care what anybody says. Oh no, <laughs> and, and oh no, and the other one. I they're would, both. I mean, are you shitting? I would. Oh, Alana, the other one. Full yeah. on, she can get it. Oh, uh, no, no doubt. Sure. And just based on her, like, it's mostly the character nose. alone. It's I want to hang out with this chick um, that's out of she's control. She's made out of nose and tits. Yes, <laughs> nits. She is. She's a big nose with a giant <laughs> pair of tits just floating. And she's that, got nits. You're an asshole. Super works for me. Uh, but Disenchanted's really funny. Uh, a lot of cute little characters. Um, Eric Andre. I think the first season. I, I mean, I hope they carry on with this show because the first season is really, really funny. It's really is it entertaining. Up in the air? It's really. Yeah. Um, it's up. No, is it up in the air that well, whether they're going to do another season? I have, Mac, I haven't heard Mac anything. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. He, as, if he wants to do another season, it will happen. I would. He I has would guess all so. the power. I mean, you say that, but I mean, Graining's gone through. It's low ratings will. and like weird shit like like the Simpsons was not the smash hit from Jump Street guys it's no. 30 it, years of the Simpsons he can do whatever he wants to do let's be it honest. is now because he's not first of all he's not dealing with Fox obviously not they don't get to just fuck them over like he, they did with Futurama because Futurama was Futurama such a phenomenal was so show. much better um, it was opinion. Rick and Morty before Rick and Morty ever Amen. thought about being yes. Rick and Morty yes and um, well said thank really, you really really that. well done and they but fought. it was nerdy and it was over a lot of people's heads because back then it the was. audience for that was not who they it found a better audience on Comedy Central later at night and other places it found once they put it somewhere where the more intellectual college mm. humor types that want to think a little bit and have nerdier content when it comes to physics and things that you see in Rick and Morty and stuff now it was before it's time I call them the it was before it's time and not only that they moved it to another network. They to, did move it. To, they moved it to Comedy Central. Yeah, they moved it to Comedy Central. And then they did their own movies. And then it, lo- it it probably could have kept the content going in the way it was because you would have had a little, maybe a little headier crowd hmm. rather than Fox. Right. But then they dumbed down the narrative. They they made it a broader, they did. Yeah, shittier show. Yeah. Um, not that it was bad. I mean, I've watched all those Futurama episodes and um, they're fine. It's they're funny. They're fucking funny. But man, when you watch like season three or season five of Futurama, you're yeah. like, holy shit. Every this episode's is a banger, man. Ridiculously I, fucking I, smart I think and funny. We, I think we overlooked the opportunity to name a generation the adult swimmers. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, we overlooked that's... a generational name. Yeah. God damn, that might actually be a whole episode because there's an adult Are there different swimmer sets generation. Of adult yes. swimmers. It's like Space Ghost yes. to Aqua Teen yes. and then the next generation. Boy, you nailed it. We're going to talk about it at the next episode. We so kind go of fuck should. off, guys. Yeah. Go fuck off, guys. Yeah. You're going to have to wait for that because there are generations. Um, but anyways, Eric Andre. Disenchanted on Netflix. Speaking it's of really good, watch it. Speaking okay. of Eric Andre, he has a new special out. Sean and I. Um, we're talking about it. Bobby, did you finally see it yesterday? I got through 10 minutes of it. Yeah, I okay. figured you had a, that's about how much patience so, you have for a lot of screaming. Was the content was the content good? Yes, arguably. Now, del- boy, you want to talk about how important delivery is in comedy. Um, his subject matter was fine. I love the fact that it's legalized everything. He's talking about doing mushrooms and coke and fucking. But most he's of it's doing just all like the, it's all wacky. It's just wacky bullshit. However, if he would have approached it from some sort of, some sort of concise, um, considerate standpoint, he just screamed into a microphone for fucking an hour, and, he didn't and it got it right. really overbearing. His pacing Rhythm. sucked. And my point to you, Sean, when talking about that, and I love Eric Andre. I mean, who, anybody that does what we do, loves that man because he's 
been so much to so many. Like he's crossed borders that you should never cross. And we love him for it. Um, he's not a stand-up. He's a skit guy. This is what happens when the world of skit comedy reaches stand-up. Stand-up's an art. Go look at Mark Norman perform. Go look at fucking obvious. I don't even want to talk about like Chappelle and all those guys. But go look at guys that look at Segura. Look at yeah. those guys are refined machines. And then look what happens when a funny dude gets a microphone for an hour. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is if you're his audience, it was perfect show for his audience because it's at this bar on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. So yeah, everybody's saying, hammered and he's act. He's basically his whole act is like he just walked off a of Bourbon Street hammered with a fucking yard in his hand and it's right. like doing comedy. It gets there's parts that are cerebral, like the part that he does where he was screaming about um, like a response to cops right now. Yeah, that, no, that part was great. great. That was fun. But, you know, it opens up with you ever just take a fucking hit of a joint and blow it in a baby's face. Ha ha. It's yeah. like, yeah, dude, that kind of approach was really, really funny in the 90s, and we we miss it, uh, but not that much. Um, so was there was great – There was it was not bad, but it was like, dude, you're so much funnier and smarter. He Why really did you is. have to dumb yourself down and make yourself like – go that Dane Cook route where it's more about how you're saying it, not what you're saying. Mm. And, and no, what's funny about it, that special, the intro to the special was funnier than the entire special. He managed to get a New Orleans PD car, yeah. park on the street, got out with broken beer bottles, and then smoked a bong that he said, I stole this from evidence, and nobody knew yeah. who he was. And he, just and he was talking to, to real ladies. people, yeah. like, you want to hit? I stole this from evidence. You want some <laughs> mushrooms? It was actually kind of funny, because you realize how, this is what I've always said, how close we are. Yeah. Like, he went up to all white people, was like, do you want to, it was a, a black guy in a cop uniform with a bong going to old white people saying, do you want to hit of this? And what was your, what would your first response you think it would be? Fuck yes. Ah! <laughs> and they were like, yeah, I'll fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's guys. We're a lot closer than we think to each other. That's of course we are. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. But a little bit, I, I think he'd be better. Bobby, do you, uh, do you have a song? Let me guess. Um, <laughs> it's ham with an eye. <laughs> It's him with an A. I believe it's Haim. Is it Ham? Haim. They are not Gentiles. They're Jews, so it wouldn't be Ham. No, it's not Ham. It's Ham? For Christ's sake. Haim? You guys are Haim? It's not Lachaim. You guys are the worst. Um, <laughs> What's the song called? The song is called you Don't Wanna. Knucklehead. Um, it's Ooh. on their new album, which is, I think, called... Shit, I, I already forgot the name of the, the new album. Um, Jewess to Impress? Um 86 or some shit on Pitchfork, which is hard to do. They're doing really good. I can't I can't get over Jewess to impress. I want to kill myself. I know. I know. I'm trying I to walk away. I'm trying myself. to walk away from it. I'm walking away from it. Jesus, Guys, shut up. Take me now. Um, no. I think they're lovely. I think they're all good musicians. They I think are. They're, actually, really, they're ex- really good musicians. Exquisite songwriters. Yes. Yeah. They can write they're probably a fucking better, ditty, dude. They're probably better songwriters than they are performers even. Because I think their songs are just perfect pop songs. They were on mm. SNL, and, and they sometimes did just fine. And they, they were ki- great. no, they kill. And yeah. that little bass player they got, who just makes these weird faces and just, she's a nugget, just, dude. She's just hitting tones. Dude, Bobby is you know? so hard right now. Yeah, I'm so hard. What's the name of the fucking song? <laughs> Honestly, after the last two days, I can't even get her. <laughs> I'm on sexual hiatus. Good. You're on sexual hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wanna. Don't wanna. You did me so bad When I was in the moment Well, I didn't understand 
Taylor Swift. It's Chrissy Hine, dude. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It's not Let, rock. Go, go it's listen, to the, listen to the Pretenders. Go yes, listen to the Pretenders. pretenders. Put on Brass and Pocket. And I have see if everything the Pretenders have ever I know. Done. So do I. Put on Brass and You're telling me there's no crossover between this band, especially on their first album, especially on the first dude, album, and the Pretenders. rock. That's silly, dude. No, I get it. The pretender, they rock. So fuck these girls because they're not no, the pretenders. But don't you're, you equate no, them? But they are. I think you they are, them. and not I do. I'm He's saying just saying that pretenders. she sings a little bit like her. No, that's, that's not, not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they she have, doesn't they have, have the gorgeous does. angelic voice of Chrissy. Of who the fuck does? What I'm saying, they write <laughs> songs that are rock pop songs. Yes, that are perfectly sort of. crafted three yeah, act I'm songs. I'm gonna go pop eighty. That song's a pop song. That's not a rock that's pop. song. Nothing to do with rock. They no, have the other one I just played rock. is not a pretender yeah, yeah. song. They have plenty of that song. I want to hear one of their more rocky songs. Then how's that? Well, no, like fuck half you. the first album sounds like The Duh. Pretenders. And what album are they on? Four? Three. This is their oh, third album. Okay, so this is their third album. Are they going to get back to um, it? And yeah, everything gets better for them each time. All right. Any so, chumps got a song? Aaron, what kind of... Uh, what kind of shitty trap hip-hop do you have yeah. to <laughs> Fucking a little on the nose there, Bobby, as always. Wouldn't you like to be on the nose right now? I would. So... Um, there's a gentleman, I'm not a fan, I've said famously, I love that word. Um, I don't like Lil's. I don't like Lil Pump, Lil Vert, Lil, uh, Lil, 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 Lil fucking diarrhea, Lil shitball, Lil dickhead, Lil fuckstick, Lil piss face, Lil fuck, I don't like them. Everybody I don't likes, like them. Everybody likes Lil. Now, I love Lil piss face. Now, there is one guy... That I would never give any sort of credit to had I not heard the song. And I'm going to make a retraction, a giant retraction. This gentleman is named, it's not Duh Baby, it's Lil Baby. This isn't Doja Baby? No, that's Doja Cat. Oh, that's right. But yeah, you had said six never different mind. things that had cat that's, after that's, it. That's, that's fine. I was um, no, it's not like Tammy Lynn, Coraline, <laughs> Becky Lynn. Gina Lynn. <laughs> Gina? Um, Watch out, this Gina is Lynn. this is a song that came out post um, protests, post um, shit going on. It's an important song. I don't like trap music, people, but I will tell you right now. Go dial up Little Baby, the bigger picture, and watch the lyrics on the video. So put in lyrics too. Um, wow, fuck you, man. This gentleman has something to say, and I love hearing it from. The under 25 generation getting in and putting in work. Um, he put in work on this song. And this is relevant and pertinent and important. And I couldn't be prouder to be a hip-hop fan than to listen to something like this. Because I'm an old schooler, man. I'm, I'm a, I'm a KRS-One gang star, BDK fucking let's go. But I will tell you. One of the littles is okay, and little baby's okay with me. <laughs> Just man. one little piss face can still L- go fuck himself. Little shit neck, fuck you, little shit neck. Little acorn, little, little acorn. acorn, little fuck nut. Trade my four by four for GC three. Ain't no more freelance feet. I gave him chance, a chance, a chance again. I even told him please. I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you dead, but still tell you to freeze. Fucked up, I seen what I seen. I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe. It's too many mothers just grieving. They killing us for no reason. Been going on for too long to get even. Throw us in cages like dogs and hyenas. I went to court and they sent me to prison. My mama was crushed when I 
when they said I can't leave. First I was drunk, then I sobered up quick when I heard all that time that they gave it to Ali. He got a license in his plus. Man, That's I want to like this song more, but the song the auto sucks. Tune. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that that track is banger, dude. The beat is not great, and the auto tune nah, sounds like shit. It's but auto tune. It's auto tune. Awesome. <laughs> Listen, man, you got to fucking forgive the artist for the fucking the, the medium. Just because you don't like the painting or the sculpture doesn't mean it's not important. No, I don't. That's the thing. As I'm trying that, to. This kid, is, this kid is spilling right now. And I know I don't like trap either, man. I, don't, I hate fucking autotune. Fuck T-Pain. What I'm saying is what this kid is saying, if you can suffer through the autotune, that it, the beat what? is actually not too shabby. By any stretch of it's trap. It's not terrible. But damn, this but kid is spilling like every... his heart out, man. And I will overlook whatever you want to overlook if you're willing to spill yes. your heart out as an artist, man. That's good. And that's why this song is dope. I just don't like it. I can't. I understand, man. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> hey, we're going to wrap this shit up, yo. Hey, hey, ooh, hey, hey, hey. My clutcher pearl of wisdom for this week is that I have learned a new exercise where if I'm going to say something terrible on social media to somebody's family member, I'm going to run it by my friend before I say it to their family run member. Run it back, homie. Because A, that's really the audience I want to see it and laugh at it anyway. <laughs> and B, this way, I'm not actually upsetting a member of your family that's, that's, up, that's your sister. So That's what's well, up, doggy. So yeah. I'd rather save it for the podcast that she doesn't listen to. Stay out of the tall grass. Stay out of the tall grass. And you won't find a snake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my clutch of pearls of wisdom was be do whatever you can to stay in the will. <laughs> <laughs> stay in the will, homie. Stay in the will, dog. Like, don't get Karen all hot and bothered. Hashtag stay in the will. Hashtag will house. <laughs> stay in the will house. I'm not trying to die in poverty. Thank you, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and lastly, I got something to read real quick. This is by a comedian. I cannot take credit for this, but it is brilliantly written. And I'm just simply going to read it because I transcribed it. This is from a comedian named Andrew Schultz. If you don't know who he is, you should look him up. He was one of the first YouTube-only comedians. He's not fucking with Netflix. He's not fucking with any HBO or any of it. He knew a long time ago that uh, this was the wave of the future, and so here we go. He had a he had a rant that he does every week. Um, and he does like a five to six minute rant every week, and I thought this one was exceptionally um, specific to what we're talking about today. So here we go. There has been a massive overcorrection. The internet mob is swift, brutal, and doesn't give a fuck about the truth if the lie is more interesting. And you know what? That's what we get. We solely communicate through platforms that are built for information, not investigation. I don't see too many memes about context or nuance out there. And how can you get nuance from 280 characters? How can you expect real conversation or dialogue on an Instagram post? These platforms are great things, but they created a lot of issues. The speed of allegation is so much faster than the speed of investigation. And don't get me wrong. We should listen to allegations when they come up, but we must also listen to the rebuttal with the same intensity. We're at a place where people are guilty until proven innocent. And even if they are vindicated, the apology is almost always quieter than the accusation, right? So if you keep canceling people, you better be careful because if you step out of line, they're coming for your ass and there will be no forgiveness. Yep. 
Well, thank you guys all for fucking listening to us run our fucking mouths this week on the Whiskey Reel. Don't forget to hit us the fuck up. Say it right? again, bro. Yes, hit us Say up. Say it again. And then you can talk to our fucking voicemail, and then Carol will tell us that shit. 970-426-5344, or hit us up, whiskeyreel at gmail.com, or at whiskeyreel on Facebook and Instagram, and that's it. Um, fuck should, off. Should we even see if Carol's still here? Um, she left. Oh, can you I check in? No, 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 no. I think, dude, no, no, no. Because Kevin's been fucking a- MIA. No, I know. So I think Kevin's, they're fucking, I said, canoodling. They scoot out? Do you think Kevin's feeding her some shit? Or do you have, does Kevin have a problem with you that maybe he's like getting okay. in her ear about? Listen, me and Kevin got into a little bit of a dust up later. Like, it was a few weeks ago. I don't want to really talk about this that. This happens when I'm, we try to end the episode. It's all this fucking <sighs> internal drama. God, I okay. I, I was trying I to say, Kevin, lock it down and lock it up. Uh, with Carol, I was trying to give him some encouraging words like, yeah. yo, man, if you're feeling that way, you should lock it down. And he was feeling weird. And then Carol came in and she basically said, why are you talking to this fucking asshole to Kevin about me? What? So, you know what, man? I don't you know, who what, knows whatever, what's going dude. on with those two? But I'm not dealing with fucking paperwork, man. Fuck Honestly, that. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel bad for Kevin because his dick is an extension cord.